Hello, everyone. Uh, thank you for joining us for another edition of OrthoPod. Uh, my name is Mo Bandari, the Editor-in-Chief of OrthoEvidence, and I'm here today with Professor uh, Parag Sanchetti, who is Chairman of the Sanchetti Hospital um, for Orthopedics and Rehabilitation in Pune, India. Um, I'm here, I wish, on slightly better circumstances, but I will let Dr. Sanchetti explain to you what's uh, transpired or what will be transpiring in India in the next few days. Parag, uh, welcome and thank you so much for taking this on short notice. Uh, no worries. Thanks, Mohit, uh, for having me here. Well, the last uh, three or four days uh, in Pune or our state, the Maharashtra state, uh, have been a little overwhelming. Uh, the number of cases uh, show, uh, saw uh, all-time single-day rise of 1,800 cases per day in Pune. And Maharashtra also uh, has nearly 8,500 uh, uh, cases every day. And this has been a real all-time high in the last two to three days. Keeping this in mind, uh, uh, Pune, the authorities have decided to have another lockdown uh, from Tuesday uh, 14th. So in effect, uh, uh, from tomorrow uh, will be the last day uh, it will be a very strict lockdown, Mohit, what they are planning. They will have uh, uh, only some of the medical shops open. The hospitals, of course, will be open. Uh, the grocery stores for the next five days will be closed. The petrol pumps, the petrol stations will be closed. And uh, this is something which is really going to be a, a strict lockdown. And I was just thinking why they have done that. Number one is, of course, the number of cases have been an all-time high. But what they want to do is probably break the chain and give the healthcare systems, uh, you know, a chance to breathe. Uh, in Pune, uh, I can tell you that yeah. the healthcare system is overloaded. It's very difficult to find a bed uh, for a COVID-positive patient. And what they have decided now, they're not admitting any asymptomatic patients and they are relying more on home care. But even then, the load is so high that there are no beds available. So uh, also the government needs to add beds. They need to add, add oxygen uh, uh, systems to it and, you know, get more ventilators. So they just probably want a, a break. And hopefully these total 10 days of lockdown, the first five days of which will be very strict, will help uh, uh, to kind of reduce the load, to give, to break the chain, to increase the doubling time. You know, that's what the, uh, the health authorities in Pune are hoping. And what, that's... So, so, so let me ask you this. I mean, what, um, what do you think has been happening? Because, you know, I think uh, you and I spoke some time ago, not, not that long yeah. ago, and yeah. in which the, you, were, you were in another lockdown and there was another lockdown or it was just about to happen or you were in the, in the midst of one. Yes. And there was great optimism um, and hope that that would have been enough. Um, to be able to curb what had happened. Do you know why the surge happened even? Or is there perceptions as to what, what happened with the second surge? Because it seems so, as though... So what happened is, uh, ever since we had the, uh, the opening up, it's not a complete open yet, Moit. So the uh, yeah. offices are working at 20, 25% staff. Right. The IT sector has 40% staff and things like that. So even then, there was a sudden movement and people started moving around because for before a month, it was yeah. a strict lockdown and a month ago, you know, it started opening up. And what happened right. in this one month is uh, the number of cases suddenly went up. At the same time, there was an increase in the number of testing also because more sure. kids came in, the prices of the tests came down. Uh, but even then, since the number of cases uh, uh, went up suddenly in the last three weeks, I think... Uh, 
that's what happened once the lockdown had opened up. So the people wanted to, the health authorities wanted to open up things so that, you know, the, the factory workers return to work, the shops start. Yeah. But they have seen that this has overwhelmed the system and they just want to take a break. And I think the rise is because people started moving out. The lockdown has served us well. The cases were definitely less. Uh, but now we are seeing that in India, if yeah. you see there are approximately 28,000 cases per day. And okay. out of that, one third of the load is from Maharashtra, about eight to 9,000 cases per day from Maharashtra itself. And Maharashtra tops the list, my state, in the number of uh, uh, positive cases being detected per day. And also, if you see the, the deaths which uh, we've had, you know, we've had about 22,000 deaths in India, a little more than that. Right. And out of that, uh, 35 to 40%, 9,800 deaths have been from the state of Maharashtra. So these are the kind of figures we are looking at. They are a little scary. Yeah. And uh, Maharashtra, Tamil Nadu, Gujarat, and Delhi, these are the four states which are uh, having big numbers. And even Tamil Nadu has gone on a second lockdown. Okay. Gujarat is thinking about it. Pune, Thane, which are the major cities of Maharashtra, has gone on a lockdown. So it's, it's, it's a difficult situation, Mohit, to be oh, honest. Oh, absolutely. And I, I can't imagine, um, you know, having come up, come out of it, and then seeing it rise again. I mean, this is a very, very uh, different situation with respect to any infection. I can't imagine you've ever gone through this or something similar to this. So when you look at this, what do you see? So, okay, do you think 10 days is just the beginning of many more days? Is this one of those things where let's start with 10 days, but you have a perception that this won't be enough? You've been through a 40-day lockdown. You know what that yeah, feels yeah, like. Yeah. What's your feeling? Sure. Yeah. So my feeling is let's let's see how this works. There are uh, various opinions, and you know I've been discussing this uh, with the the, the healthcare uh, guys and yes. the non-healthcare guys. You know I have friends from the industry, from the IT sector, right? And they are saying this is not a good move okay. because the economy is already hit, and they've just about started. You know working, they've started opening their companies. People are coming in, and you know they're even though they are not really working 100%, but they were getting there. And this full lockdown is going to be a problem because whatever they started is going to shut down. The economy is going to go down further. So, you know, my non-medical uh, friends feel that it's not a good idea to do that. Let, let it go. Let people live with it. It's not going to be a, a, you know, a problem which can be solved in 10 days. Yes. But on the other side, which and my personal opinion is that it's a good thing because it will just help the healthcare systems to revive a bit. Yeah. rather than you know things getting uh, out of control and uh, panic striking all over the city right now it's still under control yes people are finding it difficult to get beds but they are getting a bed and getting yes. admitted but the situation can anytime just go out of control and be a bizarre situation so i think this 10-day lockdown will help us even though the economy is going to be hit so what happens again with your hospital system particularly so are you a designated non-covid center right now and if you so, are or what happens with respect to your day-to-day -day life? So for me, uh, we are still not a COVID-designated hospital, but the government ha has been uh, talking to us. Yes. And anytime now, if the system further gets overwhelmed, we will have to convert our hospital to a okay. COVID hospital. They have done a survey just yesterday. Uh, my CEO was at a meeting with the health authorities. Yes. They have calculated. But our being a pure orthopedic hospital, we don't have the number of physicians, the ventilators, the, right, right. Uh, the kind of systems required. But we are gearing up and we have completely closed down two floors right now because anyway, there's no work. Oh, so yeah, we, are yeah. getting, we are getting ready 
you know, putting all the oxygen connections. And uh, uh, I don't think the day is far when we'll have to start admitting COVID patients in our pure uh, orthopedic setup because simply the system is overwhelmed and we need to do our bit for the uh, patients of Pune. And I mean, really, um, do you think that there's really um, going to be any shift in the way we think in 2020? So for example, in the absence of a vaccine Prague, I mean, I mean, it seems to me that we'll be going back and forth um, with various stringencies of lockdown or physical distancing policies. Do you think that's going to be the way 2020 will look now? Is this, is this our path of 2020? Yes, I think uh, as per my calculations, this virus is not going to move away for at least another six months. Yeah. So 2020 is going to be that way because the way the cases are being seen in India, you know, it's already the fourth largest hit country after USA, uh, Brazil and Russia. And uh, it's, it's going to continue and more so because of the pure size of our population, you know, 1.3 three billion that's what we are talking about so yeah. it's, it's increasing we have in Mumbai a place called Dharavi which has the uh, it's a biggest slum in the whole of Asia and you know the number and these people really can't practice social distancing no. they can't really you know uh, have all the you know norms followed what has been set up so the cases are going to go up uh, I think 2020 is going to be that way uh, we just have to stay put take one day at a time yeah. help the government authorities in whatever way we can you know follow the norms what happens is that i can just give an example since a lockdown was declared two days ago right uh, and since the grocery shops are going to be closed suddenly there was a big uh, lineup at the grocery stores the supermarkets to buy stuff petrol stations to you know fuel up and and then there's no social distancing the whole uh, you know kind of the practices which we want to follow have gone for a toss uh, for the COVID uh, issue. And therefore, suddenly there may be a rise in other cases in one or two days because simply people have you know, forgotten what are the restrictions and precautions to take. So I don't know, it's a double-edged sword, you know. So, so uh, you know, let's see how, this, it's more of an experiment what that I was is. talking to some of the government authorities. Let's see if it works, then you know, in between we can Keep take this that. as like a five, seven day break yeah. and work and then that can be the new normal, you know. Understood. And, it's, and, it's a, and is this happening in Prague? And you may not know this. And um, so, but do you like, do you know who's getting infected at this point? Is it affecting anybody and everything, every, anybody and everybody? Now we've heard, um, you know, that, you know, it has affected some big, big stars and that's going to shine even more light. We've heard Amit Bachchan and his son are both absolutely. in hospital. So that, that news has gone very quickly to the Indian community yes. and non-Indians yes. outside. But but I have a perception that, you know, this isn't just about, you know, people in the slums getting getting infections. Yeah, I think yeah. this is affecting everybody. This is affecting everybody. And as you rightly said, our mega Bollywood star, uh, yeah. Amitabh Bachchan, tested positive and his son too. Uh, apparently, the story is their grandson, Amitabh Bachchan's grandson, was out for another party and he came and, you know, that's what uh, yeah. he gave it to his grandfather. Yeah. So, so this is going to affect everybody. You know, we heard of uh, you know, many other, the Prime Minister of uh, Britain itself got it. Right, right. So many big stars uh, also have yeah. got it. So it's not going to spare anybody. But, you know, uh, I generally feel that till now what we have seen, the major sector which have got affected till now was more of the, you know, uh, middle class and the lower middle class strata. Uh, right. But now it's also affecting the higher middle class and the higher class in terms of the 
the, the economic class. So, so I think it's not going to spare anybody. And it's just about a little bit about your immunity. You know, you, if your immunity is high, you probably remain asymptomatic. And if it's not good, it affects you. And then, you know, you have symptoms and that's the way it's going at right now. So let me ask you this then to close up here on a personal note, how does the next 10 days look like for you again? Are you now, are you still going to be going into the hospital or is this is a full lockdown where you do not go, you do no. not leave your home? So, so for me, I will be going every day to the hospital because we'll still have patients, accidents still will be happening okay. and we still have patients coming in with dislocations, fractures, right. you right. know, emergency cases, severe pain. So we will be there and okay. at the same time, uh, you know, we need to do uh, uh, our bit in terms of uh, helping the government. So I'm going to also get into some of the government bodies with, uh, you know, an active role for seeing what can be done best uh, for our city. And the next 10 days don't look too good, but I just hope that our doubling time reduces the number of cases which we saw in Pune, 1800 per day, they go down. And, uh, you know, maybe after 10 days, we have a chat again and hopefully you know, I have a little smile on my face after 10 days. That's what you know, I hope. I mean, it's just, it is a uh, incredible period because what's happened, and I'll give you a, a sense of what in mm -hmm. Canada. In Canada, uh, Ontario province has 15 million people or so. There okay. have been under 200 cases per day now for about several days. And there is a sense that, oh, okay, we're over this. And there's a big part of the community that is suggesting, you know, we have won or close to have won and let's reopen fully. Mm -hmm. There's another part of the community that says, let's be very, very careful because the minute we relax, the minute we let our guard down, mm -hmm. we're going to start seeing uh, increasing. And that's okay. the battle. That's the battle that's being happening. Um, and there are two sides to that battle. And you can see when you learn from every, everybody else that this is not something that you can completely eliminate. Um, we saw in New Zealand, yeah. zero cases. And then within two days, you know, immigration or migration came in and they had more cases you know you, you're so, never really you're never really um stuck on that note before I so mean, before we close just yeah. one quick question since yeah. you are uh, interacting with many people many yes. countries yeah uh, what's your sense when will the vaccine come in and if yeah. it does come in is it going to work or right what's no, your sense but, before yeah so there, there are like double digit number of groups who have vaccines now in clinical trials Prague. so that's a good mm -hmm. thing um the likelihood Real, realistically of a vaccine coming out in 2020. If it does, it would be really wonderful. But you know, you, you could see the latter part of 2020 a vaccine possibly being said as okay. being effective. If that's the case, the big push is how quickly can you get the vaccine in the hands and manufactured? So having something test as, oh, it's good uh, and functions, is it months and months and months away from someone actually being able to use that vaccine? Um, and getting it out in the hands of the people who need it. So I suspect healthcare workers, a bunch of other people will get priorities to get immediately, right, to get it. Um, but I don't, I don't think 2020 is seeing some uh, uh -huh. cure. All the treatments, the 600 randomized trials that are currently being done, you've seen a handful of treatments, you know, you've seen maybe high dose corticosteroids, you've heard of something, remdesivir. These yeah. are very, very small incremental benefits that you're seeing. And you're also seeing it in a very small group of people who are ventilated, for example, they're really, really sick. Right. But for the majority, no, there is no treatment. It's right. masks for all that you're seeing in many countries. You know, this, everyone wears a mask, that's it. And you can imagine that, the, that the, is that even remotely feasible in India for to tell every single member of the community, you are to walk around with a mask outside or inside, sorry. And then distancing, that's it. 
So we really don't have a solution. That's the challenge we're all in. Yeah, I think just take history as it comes. Let's hope for the best. I know. Well, I can... Yeah, I mean, I just hope you get through these. I hope India gets through these next few days and, uh, you know, it does exactly what it's supposed to do. The mental um, part of just being in a lockdown, I think, is very, very fatiguing, I think, for for communities. The initial three three weeks were good. You were feeling nice you have time yes. but now it's, it's a little it's gloomy it's not all that great to be in the because you don't see a future because there is the risk yeah. for again and i know that yeah. feeling is that yeah. you know they're saying 10 days on the ninth day they'll say it's not sorted we need five more days we need five more days and that's the fear it's the fear that stresses you let's hope right. you know let's hope get better yeah well thank you so so much for doing this on your on your uh, a day off so to speak no, um, no. <laughs> i know there's no day yeah, off day off i know but it's for um, you it's for yeah. you early morning but yeah. but but thanks for having no. me and we will definitely uh, get this up and get it out to our community and you know we'll be all thinking of you uh, as you uh, work your way through thanks. what seems thanks to be so a little much. bit of a tougher time right now but thank you so yeah. much Parag, for everything